the word of the Lord spoken to us from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 14. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who are the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our gospel proclamation comes from that epistle to the church in Ephesus that I just finished reading for you and serves as the basis of our second Sunday after Christmas theme, Blessed. I love game shows with show hosts who are adored by the studio audience. The lights, the music, the excited fans who just feel so blessed to be on camera, on a nationally syndicated show, and even have a chance to win money and prizes enthusiastically handed to them by the charming man with the microphone. Just when you can't imagine anything more being handed out after a generous description of the prizes to be had, we are always shocked when they cry out that faithful phrase, but wait, there's more! And new kitchen appliances, Cars and even boats are revealed from behind the curtain to the utter joy of everyone in the seats, hoping they will get just a chance to guess the price, spin the wheel, or pull the right ticket on the board to win. Brothers and sisters, I am your host today, and it is my utter joy to tell you that as the material commercial Christmas winds down at Hobby Lobby, TJ Maxx, Ross Dress for Less, Walmart, Target, Coles, and Belks. Just wait. There's more. It's the second Sunday of Christmas, and we are still blessed with these wonderful days of Christmas that we continue to celebrate. Jerry has been hard at work researching the 12 days of Christmas song and reporting in Bible studies whenever I ask him what each day means. Today, we are celebrating the 10th day of Christmas, 
10 lords a leaping, which, according to Jerry's research, means they are the 10 commandments. Additionally, we are so blessed here to have a congregation so steeped in Christmas tradition, it by no means ends there. We also have our new wonderful Fontanini Collection crush with the Magi slowly traveling from afar until they reach our Lord Jesus on Epiphany. We have the beautiful poinsettias, which are the flowers of the Holy Night. Symbolically, the star shape of the flowers are considered to be similar to the star that led the Magi to Jesus and thereby became a part of our blessed Christmas tradition. But wait, there's more blessings. We have the prayers we pray over our food, the blessings over the baptized at communion, and the blessing after service is ended. And it still doesn't even end there. We have 46 specific prayers of blessing from the Old Testament and another four specific blessings from the New Testament. Today's letter to the church in Ephesus is just such a blessing from God to you today. A part of the very fabric of the blessings this season of Christmas has to offer, not only to us, but to everyone. The first blessing is our election. That's right. In this season of political upheaval, you were elected. You won. You were chosen. And that is the first blessing Paul wants us to be aware of under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Like that forlorn dog hopeless in the Humane Society shelter, staring at the cement walls of their cell with no comfort of family, no contact with the owner they previously had, slowly and assuredly dying for lack of love and companionship. So we too were lost and cut off from our family of God. But then a loving family comes and adopts the dog, and the dog suddenly realizes they're set free from their jail of despair. They find a bed for them to lie on by the fireplace in their new home. The kids play with them in the backyard, and the new life is had. To their utter and complete joy as they bound around the yard, shaking their tails so furiously, they threaten to break the backside of their body from the front. That is our blessing from God. Knowing he has taken us from our cells of sin and welcomed us into his eternal mansion. Now, holiness and blamelessness is not ours by nature. I'm pretty sure none of us would ever deny that. But Christ did give it to us by virtue of his sacrifice on the cross. So much, though, what was once considered a horrible implement of capital punishment has now become central to our worship and a beautiful symbol of that hope worn by many around our necks. This is the place from whence I believe the wonderful pop song, Feeling Blessed, by Colin Vincent Padalecki and Forrest Neil Frank came. The chorus goes, Feeling good, like I should, went and took a walk around the neighborhood, feeling blessed, never stressed, got that sunshine on my Sunday best. Now, 
The song doesn't discount the reality of life being hard. It recounts life's difficulties in great detail. But it never lets us forget the ultimate blessings attributed to our Sunday time with God that so effectively reminds us the blessings increase, especially upon those experiencing the most hardship. This letter to the Ephesians doesn't let us forget, though, sometimes we bring that hardship upon ourselves. We make poor decisions with our hearts, minds, and souls, and we deserve the consequences of those poor decisions. As one of my favorite pastors used to say, sometimes when we make the bed, we have to lay in it, and we should be grateful that we don't get what we deserve. But because we are those flawed creatures who cannot help but act according to our sinful nature, God blesses us again and again with redemption from our sin because his blood literally washes those sins away. The final blessing in our letter today comes from God, sealing us with the Holy Spirit Through the word of truth you have heard. That is the good news of salvation to all who believe. That is our eternal and irrevocable inheritance from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ, who remains one with the Holy Spirit in everything. 1 Peter 2.9 says, But You are a royal chosen race, a priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Feeling blessed yet? Wait, there's more. It still doesn't end there. These blessings that gave the Israelites hope, that gave the early church hope, still gives us hope today through our worship in the divine service liturgies, through the prayer of thanksgiving, and in the service of light, our evening prayer. The blessings of God we still use and remember to this day every time we come together in worship. So we will never forget. We are, we always have been, And always will be blessed. Amen. Now, may that peace which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus always. Amen.